go. Hey, oh, we, technically, oh. we're two minutes early. Really? My clock? That's weird. My clock on my computer says 8.03. I know. Oh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Did you set it to 8.05? <laughs> I always do. Whenever you're on, it's 8.05. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right there we are i see us <laughs> i see us now welcome to talking heads everyone episode 212 your once week live show for the latest in beer and tech news i'm jeff i'm john welcome to the show everyone thank you so much for joining us on this wednesday night or in podcast form over on anchor.fm or wherever your favorite podcasts are found if you've never seen the show before we talk beer we talk tech we talk games pop culture entertainment usually some star trek all Super Chats are read on the air, so long as they don't permanently demonetize my channel. And if you're drinking along with us, alcoholic or not, let us know in the chat and we'll give some shout-outs as we go along. Last but not least, if you want to take part in the Super Secret Chat or the even more Super Secret After Party, think about joining the Float Plane or Patreon. Links are both down in the video description. As a bonus, you'll get exclusive access to the Discord server, where you can chat with myself, John, Rhett, Steve, all the hosts from Talking Heads, and take part in the awesome and ever-growing community that hangs out over there. That's right. It is awesome. It is awesome. It is one of the most active, fun discords I've ever been a part of. Uh, it's one of the ones that I'll actually like go through other channels or rooms uh -huh. uh, and just be like, I'm not even interested in this subject, but the the community is like, oh, this is a fun community just to like read what people are saying. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't really want anything to do with the subject, but this is a fun conversation to read. It's really fun you know? to, to drop in and go, hmm, what are people talking about on my Discord? And yeah. <laughs> it's just this endless stream. It's great. Uh, you guys are awesome. You guys make it worth having a Discord and uh, helps out the channel as well. So thank you all. Uh, can I turn slow-mo off? No, I will not turn slow mode off in the chat. Uh, I apologize the necessity for it. Uh, but starting a couple of months ago, uh, my live stream started getting targeted by spam bots and the like, and I'm done dealing with it. So it's only a 15 second, but it lets my moderators get to the crap before they get to the actual chat and, uh, Cuts the heads off the snakes pretty easily. So, uh, besides, what the hell you got to say that you take more than 15 seconds to type anyway? So, it's like saying you need 15 minutes to drink a beer. Right. <laughs> we all know that ain't true. Uh, John, how you doing this week? Uh, uh, as you can see, it's, it's not wood behind me anymore. No, it looks I... like you invaded John Oliver's space. I. I know. I'm, I'm getting the there. I have I have one more sheet or section to do right on the roof so I can hang my lights because mm -hmm. uh, everything's still on the floor. And so then I hope we'll make a montage of the, the decor or maybe I do like a live uh, on the Discord and have everyone say like, oh, put the ass rag over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so far so good. Not too bad, yeah. you know. Just one of the one, one of those things. Tired from Thanksgiving, still recouping. Uh, I think I finished leftovers two days. No, that's not true. I'm still. I still have pie left over. I had pie today. Nice. So I still had. You, you, when with a big family, you always have these 
huge leftovers and you get like five pies. Yeah. It was like, I'm on the last pumpkin pie. Yeah, we, we even took two pies home this year. And because uh, uh, there's actually quite a few uh, gluten sensitive people in my family. Uh, both uh, my wife and my daughter have celiac disease. And then uh, uh, my brother-in-law just married a girl who has alopecia. And uh, so she's also very very gluten intolerant and and whatnot so a lot of the desserts that get made around thanksgiving and christmas time is all gluten-free and it goes home with either my family or his family (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah if there's extra pie it's like we just get to take it home (laughs) which is both awesome and it's like man (laughs) hi again hi again (laughs) yeah Oh, we do have some super chats already to get to. Kren sends over five Aussie dollars in his usual good day fashion. Good day there, Kren. Thanks for thanks for joining the show. Uh, Scott, $9.99. Thank you so much, Scott. Happy December, gentlemen, and cheers. Happy December right back at you. And Big Big Spoon's got $4.99 for us. Thank you, Spoon. Here's for my one-on-one time with the rabbit in the Discord. He said when we meet up, uh, I get to run my fingers through his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't remember that, but I I might have had a, a little bit of with that. That sounds <laughs> like a late night John comment. So yeah. I mean, like, sure. <laughs> I'm sure Spoon goes like, just what does it feel like? I don't remember. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to the best time of every Wednesday. What? are we putting in our glasses tonight john let's start with you i i got two and i'm debating so i have i have one that usually the style is better warmed up and it is kind of cold but it is the lighter one Hmm. uh which i'll probably drink through faster that is a conundrum I don't know. Uh, you know, it's in my hand, so I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with the IPA. All right. Uh, so I have Block Fifteens, Block Fifteens, um, Happy Holiday. I think it is. Uh-huh. They're Imperial IPA with spruce tips. Happy Holidays. There it is. Thanks. Happy with citrus and spruce tips. Nine percent. Oh. Let's see. Uh, I'm starting with. Uh... One that I hadn't seen before. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to go IPA with you because I, I think you said your other one was not an IPA. So we'll we'll do dueling. Yes, I, we'll do dueling holiday IPAs. How's that? Ooh, uh, sounds even better. So uh, from Full Sail Brewing, I got the traditional double IPA, Wreck the Halls. Yes, uh, I, I did almost buy that one. Then I saw this. Yeah, th- this is one of their annual releases. I love this one when it comes out. Um, I didn't see the Block 15. Uh, and so <laughs> it, it was literally as I was walking out to pay, I was like, Oh, there's the block 15 section. Hang on. They, yeah. they had it in a fridge only. Yeah. So, um, Oh, I will say I was at, uh, my local bottle shop the other day and, uh, Deschutes released their 2021 abyss. Oh yeah. But in a four pack this time. Oh, so you don't have to have the bomber. That's nice. I I love. But that what I'm, what price was it? I was seventeen for for four twelve. Oh, that's yeah, that's not that's yeah. fine. I mean, usually I'm paying you know seventeen for a bomber. For the bomber, right. yeah, that's what I was asking. I was like, it's usually like fourteen to seventeen, depending where you go. But yeah, right. 
and uh no i was super jazzed on that uh because the abyss is a fantastic beer but it's also like 14 and a half percent and unless you have someone to crack it open with it's a bit much uh yeah. but a 12 i can drink a 12 oh a 12 is easy right. yeah so uh i was very excited to see that and uh, I've, I've actually seen that quite a few times with uh, some more recent releases um yeah, I got actually I got an interesting one. I bought it basically just for the can. Well, I know it's a big beer and it's a good beer. Uh, it is Hopping Frogs uh, uh, released their bourbon barrel aged whiskey barrel aged holiday beer, uh-huh. but it comes in a four ounce can. Yeah. So uh, yeah, for those who haven't seen this one yet, uh, it's it's a red IPA is how Full Sail makes this. Uh, I mean, just a deep golden red color. It's really quite nice. I don't really get any spruce tip. A couple more super chats. Freddy sends over $5 and a penny. Thank you, Freddy. Uh, I guess you're rounding up for Big Big Spoon because he couldn't be bothered to do it. Uh, sipping green spot after a very long day. That sounds wonderful. Uh, John sends over $5. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. <laughs> Thank you, John. Uh, Harley sends over five bucks. 2018 Sierra Nevada Bigfoot. Ooh, one of John's favorites. I do like a good Bigfoot. Uh, Hoppy Barley one. I actually messaged her, said I actually, I think I still have a couple bottles of that. Nice. Nice. Uh, James sends over $9.99. Thank you, James. Uh, Sharing a beer because I have an official start date for my new job. Excellent. Nice. Uh, Been unemployed due to COVID since June 2020. Congrats on the new addition to the family and cheers. You know what? Congrats to you as well, James. That is freaking awesome. I'm happy for you. Uh, let's see. Build from above, drinking a belching beaver peanut butter stout. I have one of those in my fridge, actually. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? Michael's yeah, drinking a Stone Fear Movie Lions. Nice. That is one of my uh, have, favorite stone beers. Yeah, we have uh, Magic Rat earlier on said he's having a Firestone Cinnamon Dolce Nitro Stout. Ooh. I had that the other day. It is. I, I did like it, enjoy it. And Jason... Yeah. It just came out this year. So Jason, uh, although said, having my very first dragon's milk. Oh. OMG heaven. Right. I was like, that is, that's right. (laughs) Right. It's the best. (laughs) Yeah, no, dragon's milk consistently in my top three of like. That period. Beers. Yeah. is like so, so good. All right. I think that gets us all cut up. Uh, uh, John, how's your beer treating you? I mean, it's good. It's like a nice multi IPA. I'm kind of disappointed that I'm not really getting spruce tip. Hmm. Yeah. And Block 15 is is usually known as being pretty good IPAs. And right. this is a good IPA, but it's just, where's the spruce tip? What's funny is uh, this one's not overly malty. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a weird medium body. Uh, where it tastes like like you probably expected your Block 15 to taste because yeah. they tend to be the the punch you in the mouth hop oil kind of kind of beers super super dank. Um, this one starts like that but only goes up to like sixty percent. Uh, mm. So it's not thick and chewy, but it has that same kind of attack to it. Um, and does leave your your mouth feeling a little bit dry, but it's whereas block fifteen you could say has turned up to eleven on on a lot of the hop profiles. On a lot of their hops, this this one is just like the that big multi flavor 
Imperial IPA. Honestly, if this wasn't spruce tip and Christmas themed, I'd be like, oh, this is a great IPA. You know, it's yeah. a good solid double IPA. I enjoy it. But because it's holiday themed and spruce tip, I'm like, well, where's that aspect? Yeah. I don't I don't see it. You know, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling that way with this one as well. It's a solid double IPA. But maybe in the background a little bit more. Well, also, I think, I I think will maybe say as this that, one warms up, it'll be a little bit more piney. Yeah, I was thinking that, but this was only uh, four bucks. Mm -hmm. This was I got this for I think it was four forty nine. The the thing said so four forty nine for a nine percent, you know, double IPA. Um, yeah, looks like uh, Spoon is trying to redeem himself. Five dollars and sixty nine cents. Here you go. Thank you, Spoon. <laughs> That's better. And D comes in with uh, four twenty in Canadian. <laughs> says, nice. nice. <laughs> thank you all that is awesome uh and i just have to point out uh awesome physics uh says he's having an amaretto manhattan which sounds heavenly tonight i will say uh i may have to do one of those myself and scott since we mentioned the uh dragon's milk is going to crack open a dragon's milk triple mash 17 percent Ooh. That's one of the ones I have not had because they don't distribute. The reserve, uh, the yeah, we don't. We only here. get the the standard one yeah. and then the white the white stout one, which is not we'll very good. see the white on the shelves, yeah. but even that's like super rare. Yeah, and it's not as good as even the original. I agree. Um, so, no. Uh, let's see. Captain Sideways oh. sends over five, uh, five euro bucks. Thank you. Uh, I know it's an ale, but as a native of its hometown, have you tried Newcastle Brown Ale? Can recommend. Yes. Yes. I've had, I've had yes. a Newcastle yeah. Brown. It's pretty solid. Um, I got no complaints about it. <laughs> uh, gosh, the super chats just keep rolling in. Novella Hub, $5. Got my Lagunitas, uh, unrefined sugar for $1.66. Oh yes, I had I got a couple of those very solid. I almost uh, I have one left. I thought about having it today, but uh, yeah, it's a strong ale. It's a strong ale. Mm -hmm. So it's just like all of the Lagunitas, you know, like the Waldos and everything. The but uh, it's it's good. Uh, it's not the greatest, but the budget you just cannot beat that budget of you know under two bucks or two bucks, oh. you know, for this high quality double uh, digit percent beer. Right. Okay, now I think we're all caught up. Let's go ahead and dive into some tech news, starting with, uh, John, I think you were trying to make this your new career, weren't you? I was trying to, well, <laughs> it was funny. We were getting all these super chats and I was gonna say, Jeff, wouldn't it be nice to get 200K? No. <laughs> By the way, um, someone needs to donate $5.05 right now because that'll bring my total up to 69.69. .69. I'm not kidding. I'm at, I'm at 64, 64 right now. Someone's got to, someone throw out 505. <laughs> Spoon's going to do it right now. And I got to be ready on the trigger for the, uh, the screenshot. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, as it'll be going, there is a company that is making robots. They are mm -hmm. called promo box and they want your face to be the face of robots everywhere and they will pay you for your likeness 200k yeah if chosen and these robots will be everywhere from opening your doors to 
services and and whatever. They're they're essentially they're making protocol droids. Yeah, like that's what <laughs> it is. They're making C three PO, but they want it to have a somewhat human face. And so, what's the best way to get a human face? It's to recruit an actual human, have him three D scanned, and then make a mold and print him and, out. And they own your likeness. Yep. This is uh, essentially the um, Elaine Bennis uh, mannequin <laughs> Seinfeld episode. Uh, but yeah, they they originally wanted. Am I cut out? Did you cut out? Uh, don't worry about it. I'm taking a screenshot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, Jeremy, thank you. Good, sir. Five dollars and five cents. Me. Me. Nice. Uh, but yes, this this company, Promobots, uh, originally what planned on uh, promoted it as an Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator lookalike bot. <laughs> and uh, they got a cease and desist from Arnold. Oh, did they? From the, ter- from the Terminator himself. And so they could not, but they were already like throwing promos out. Yeah. Saying that they were going to do that. Um, you can get a, a the Terminator to open your door. How could they not food. expect a cease and desist there? That's what I, I know, mean. right? Uh, it's, it's, I mean, even the wax museums have to get approval mm-hmm. to do likenesses and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, but then uh, after that all got taken care of, now they're paying someone for their likeness. So if you don't mind selling your likeness to this company, which eventually could go bankrupt and then they can sell their assets to someone else who then owns your face uh, forever. But for a measly 200K, eh, you never I'll know. sell my face for 200K. <laughs> all these all these robots going, I'm Jeff from Crafty. <laughs> <laughs> Should sir desire anything else? <laughs> no, that'll be all. As always, I'm but- Jeff. As always, yes. The thing is, though, if it's you, then like Jason's gonna buy one oh, just God. to like, <laughs> just <laughs> just to be bite my bits as bitch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Novella Hub says I, I, Hops and Brews can get his face and double as Bender. Yeah, kind of a, a funny tech thing I saw. I thought it was yep. uh, robot lookalike. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool concept. Um, but uh, we've all been on the uh, on the phone with Siri or Alexa or whoever else. And, you know, OK, Google. And sorry about activating everyone's phones just now. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, You've tried to ask a question or something else that just goes horribly awry and you end up swearing at them. So I don't necessarily want to swear at a robot that has appendages that can be used for evil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what would really stink is if then like someone saw you walking down as yourself and be like, I hate you. It's your fault. You know, um, but it does it does look better. I don't know. It would just be weird too because they're not asking for your voice. So then it's your face, but a different voice. That would just be weird too. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I could do it. Maybe. Yeah. Do I do I get a robot myself? 
Is it 200K plus the robot? Right. Yeah, that, that'd be my biggest question is, like, if I'm going to donate my face, do I get myself to boss around? Because, yeah, like, I don't want to have them give me 200K and then have to turn around and spend 40 to buy my own likeness again. Like, that's... Yeah, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they told me 200K plus uh, a robot and additional upgrades and whatnot for, mm -hmm. for life, I'd be like, hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. I'll consider it now. This is this is interesting, right? You know, everyone's jumping in. You somehow activated my Google Home. <laughs> Sorry, I have one of those nice universal voices. It's not too deep. It's not too high. It sometimes just works. Suck it, Todd Howard. Uh, Smart Home, $5. Since, uh, do you have any recommendations for a Layer 3 Power Over Ethernet AVOIP compatible network switch? Looking for a backbone for everything in my house. Um, until you said Layer 3, which I guess is what you led with, um, for Layer 2 applications, I usually recommend Mikrotik. Uh, they, they usually have some dynamite options in the uh, three to five hundred dollar price range for both 10 gig uh, core switches as well as uh, top of rack and endpoint switches for PoE you know large deployments that kind of thing but when you throw layer three in the mix they they don't do so well they they kind of throw up on themselves you go from hundreds of gigs of, of throughput to like 300 megs of total throughput for a 48 port switch it's really embarrassing but they're really good at what they do with layer two uh unifies kind of the same way uh their their switches are a little bit better but you have to spend eight hundred dollars to get the the unify 48 poe you know jazz and honestly it's just a little bit much uh i would go on the used market and this one's a little bit out of left field but i would look at an hp 2920 uh also sold as an aruba 2920 uh they come with PoE. You can get them in 48 port or 24 port. Uh, they don't have native 10 gig on them, but they do sell modules that you can plug into the back to get a pair of SFP plus ports for 10 gig. Uh, and they handle layer three marvelously well. Uh, I haven't looked at pricing lately, but I'm betting you can get them for under $300 on eBay. Uh, so that would be like, just like, pulling one out of my hat, what I would look at is the HP slash Aruba 2920. And uh, the PoE is great. If it's not enough PoE, you can also get the uh, the PoE multiplier or whatever they they call it. The uh, Basically, you can add an, uh, a DC uh, back power to it as well and, uh, and up your PoE capacity. So pretty great little option, uh, easy to manage. Lots of features, handles layer three like a champ. Uh, last I checked, they were sub $500. So yeah, there you go. Oh, I am like super jealous right now of uh, Trick in the Discord opened up a Anchorage uh, into the nothingness uh, wax dipped 15% coconut bourbon barrel aged uh, just deliciousness <laughs> i have a bottle of it but it's one of those like oh i save for when people come over right 
Uh, and you know what's funny? I said uh, the 2920 should be about 300 bucks right now. The top listing, I just searched for it. 299 buy it now, free shipping. <laughs> there you go, right on the money. Nailed it. Uh, wish I could do that all the time. but <laughs> Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. All right. Uh, moving right along. Qualcomm has entered a partnership with Razer to uh, basically create a new type of handheld gaming device. And some people are calling it a Switch Lite killer, although we're not really sure about the price point yet. I don't like to call something a killer unless you can go, yeah, we're better in every way and we're the same price or less. Like, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but the GPD Win 3 is not a Switch killer because you can get four Switches for the price of one GPD Win 3. No one's going to go like, you know what? I kind of wanted to switch, but I'm going to just spend four times as much and get a GPD Win 3 instead because it speaks to me. It's not really an impulse purchase at that point. Uh, whereas something that's aiming to compete with the Switch Lite, a la the Ein Odin or this unannounced, unreleased Qualcomm and Razer collaboration, if they come out at $199, that starts to add kind to that same the, equation. Right. Yeah. You know, do I want to go Android? Do I want to go Nintendo? Do I, you know, where do well, my the priorities thing is, though, I, I guess when I was looking at this, I don't know. Uh, I was like, okay, it's just uh, an Android. When it said it was an Android-based device, I was lo- we were looking at the hardware. Hardware's good. Hardware's great. Uh, it's got the latest Snapdragon Qualcomm uh, uh, Snapdragon G3X. Um, so we know it's going to do that. It's got a 120 hertz, 6.6 OLED, uh, OLED screen. So that's nice. Um, you know, it's got all the other flashy stuff. It's Wi-Fi 6 supported, so that's cool. Active cooling. I think you take a look at the case and the casing and ergon- the shape of everything. It just looks like, to me, from these photos, looks like cheap plastic and a cheap cell phone. And there's so much space yeah. around everything. Yeah. Now, I will say um, this is going to come with the... Uh, flagship Snapdragon uh, G3X that was just recently kind of teased slash announced. I I know Snapdragon was holding a press conference like two days ago. Um, And this is kind of the handheld that they're coming up with. I'll say if they're aiming for portability, it's kind of hard to have those great big bulky handles. Now, I'm sure this thing is going to be wonderfully ergonomic, which is another always big bugaboo with with handheld games is how comfortable is it to hold for an hour uh and uh, that's one problem i had with the gpd win 3 was i i ended up supporting it with my pinkies and my my ring fingers and my hands would actually start to go numb and lose circulation because you're holding up that much weight yeah um great device but not the most comfortable thing to hold. Now the the joysticks were great, the the analog triggers were even better. Uh but if it's not comfortable to hold for more than 40 minutes, it makes for a pretty mediocre uh mobile gaming experience. This looks like it's going the other way where it's going to be less portable in favor of ergonomics. Um so I mean it, it looks like one of those uh like 
controllers you put on to a cell phone to adapt that cell phone to, you know, becoming your next right. uh, ROM machine or whatever. And you're like, oh, I want to do it. It just looks like that from the screenshots. It looks like they took a cell phone and, and just and plopped it in there. Cut an Xbox One controller in half and glued it to each side. And glued it together. And there's so much plastic around that screen. Yeah. Um, I did I did notice one thing that's kind of cool is the speakers are front and they're facing mm -hmm. you. They're not they're not behind or mm -hmm. at the most of the time they're always on the bottom. They're on so the bottom and they of... count and they rely on your hands to reflect back forward, right? Yeah, exactly. So these two speakers are right in front of you. So that's kind of cool. That's a new thing. Um the USB-C they say uh, for charging and docking. It's kind of weird that they say it's for docking too because it's on the top, so you would dock it upside down. But I guess that's fine. Or you could just, you know, pop a wire into it. It looks like it's, uh, I didn't see it in the specs, but the pictures indicate uh, a um, SD card expansion slot. So, because that what appears to be, I, I'm not going to call it, but it appears to be a, a foldable slot that looks like everyday SD card readers. Um, next to your headphone jack. So that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Um... um I don't know. I because there's no price on this, I I just don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time making a a solid judgment without a price point. If it's 199, I can excuse some of the plasticky borders. Although, again, looking at some of the handhelds that are coming out for $199 that are starting to look pretty premium. Uh this one doesn't have a fantastic look to it. But no. aesthetics are only one part of the equation. How well does it game? And I'm sure that Snapdragon G3X is going to be just money. Uh, but for any handheld right now, that screen feels a little mediocre. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It really does. Like, I mean, I think even one of the screenshots, they cut the, uh, in the pictures, it cuts the, the game off. Yeah. It looks like Minecraft or that one right there. Yeah, this one right See, here. See, it, yeah. it, it cuts it off. Yeah. And so... Which I, makes me want to think that this is not actually running the game. That's just a screenshot that they threw it in. It could be. You know, it could be. Then it's also what games, you know, are you going for? You're going to probably have some of your Steam library that you can kind of play. And then you're just not on Android, Android No, this would be a streaming device or Android native only. Um, yeah. And, and so, so what... How is this going to be a Switch killer when you're not going to have any AAA games on there? Right. Well, they show Parsec and they show Xbox Game Pass. So if it has Xbox Game Pass streaming on it, it could certainly contend. It, kind um, of, yeah. But until, until, like you said, there's more AAA titles on Android natively, um, it makes it hard to be a Switch killer because what's the killer app on the Switch? There's like 20 of them. And they're all yeah. amazing. What's the killer game on Android right now? Flappy Birds? <laughs> Ten years or five years ago? Right. So there, there's not... Uh, I think Genshin Impact is, is, I think, Android's, like, biggest world RPG game that it's like, yes, I want that game in AAA format. I'd put yeah. it up on my TV and play it. Beyond that, you got to find your games elsewhere uh so yeah that that's why i don't know about this and um if it is going to be with this hardware and if it is supposedly a switch killer which indicates probably a lower price point i then think they probably 
uh, had to put their budget in hardware and not in the plastics. I bet the plastics might be cheap. I don't know. Just, just it's off-putting right away. The design is just off-putting, and it just, ah, no, yeah. I don't want it. Um, you know. Yeah. Now, full disclosure, I backed both the GPD Win Three and I backed the Ein Odin, and uh, I had the GPD Win Three for months, and it was a great device. Uh, played on it quite a bit. But I found myself going back. It was, it was very, very good at games, at getting like thirty to forty FPS out of a lot of titles, with the exception of like Cyberpunk, which ran at twenty five. But I think that's even been optimized for the, uh, the Intel, Iris graphics now. Uh, but it was hot and it was loud when you were playing those type of games, and I found myself streaming on the device more often than not. And I went, do I want a $1,300 streaming device or would I rather go back to my GPD Win 1 and just stream to that and deal with a half inch smaller screen and less ergonomic controls, but a device that stays silent and because it's just streaming and decoding video, uh, you know, is just much more pleasant to sit there and play for an hour. And yeah. so that's ultimately what I went with. And then I backed the Ein Odin and I'm waiting for that to come out. I'm on the December ship list. And so hopefully I'll have one by the end of the month. Uh, but that's going to be my streaming handheld because it's a six and a half inch screen. It's uh, it's only a Snapdragon 945. So it's a little bit older hardware, but it'll play a bunch of Android games natively and it should do Parsec like gangbusters. So yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, honestly, if this comes out for a cheat, it might be worth the, mm -hmm. the cheap buy. Really, it might be. It really might be. Because uh, with this hardware, it's going to be good for uh, a little bit, for a while. Yeah. So, um, but if it comes in at like three ninety nine. Yeah. It ain't no know, switch killer then. It ain't no switch killer then. One ninety nine. If you because this has got to compete with this. Uh, Unless you switch? announce a Breath of the Wild port to Android, this ain't no switch killer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, what, what's the switch light? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the switch, switch light for one ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. So you have to beat that. Right. That's what you have to either equal or beat that. Right. So. Uh, Spoon sends over another $9.99. Thank you, Spoon. How much for a Bite My Bits ad for his New Year's live stream? Wait, did that count? Hashtag free craft ads. Uh, you know, I only do that because it's so much fun to watch Jason get white girl wasted. On such light stuff, too. I know. Like, Bud Light, like three Bud Light oranges, and he's going, ooh, I'm feeling that. Ooh, this is good, right. guys. Let's start an argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tune into Jason's live stream. It's uh, always good for a laugh. Yes. <laughs> uh, A&T Technology sends over $5. Thank you, A&T. Uh, Alexa, add craft beer glasses to my shopping list. No hesitation there, by the way. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you should really go to craftcomputing.store and get yourself some official pint glasses. You know, just say That way you can drink like a pro. That's right. Oh, let's see. Not to, not a pickle. Says two dollars or sends over two dollars. Balloons TD six. I I don't get it. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> then. I don't know how to say your name. Ethestretch. 
Oh, there's an S in there. Yeah. At the I, yeah. Got me. The Sorry, phone looks like yeah. a Razer Kishi, but with the phone included and more plastic. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, the Razer Kishi, for those that don't know, is a game controller that snaps onto an Android or iOS device and Just turns it into a game controller. I will say even the Kishi was slightly more portable than that because let me find that the picture of this thing from I think the I side even have one. Uh, this thing is not that portable in that form factor. Like I said, I'm sure it is comfortable um, and and very ergonomic. Like that's just an Xbox One oh, controller no, cut in half. That. But that's quite a thick device when you have to take the entire footprint into account. Uh, yeah. So I'm not sure how how. I mean, that's not that's works. not going in your back pocket, right? Uh, because that's too big of a bulge. And then it's when you put it in your bag, it's as thick as a Switch Lite. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, so. Hey, Ian's in chat. Hello, Tech Tech Potato. Uh, says, Aloha, I'm at the Qualcomm event. Cheers, buddy. Uh, see if you can get me one of these. I'd, I'd love to uh, take a look at one before anyone else. So just stick it in your bag and say, excuse me, I'm a doctor and, and walk walk right on out. Walk away. Yeah. Yeah, but then they'll see the lump sticking out because of the sides. <laughs> yes. And they'll be like, sir, what is that? Uh, <laughs> uh, he says, ignore the dev kit design. It's not final. Well, that's good news. Um, okay. So, yeah. I only have access to the leaks. So, but no, this literally is just an Xbox controller cut in half with a, a five and a half inch screen glued between them. Uh, modular controllers for portability when? Uh, check out the GPD Plus. I'm, I'm forgetting the the middle name for it but uh uh gpd just put out a handheld with modular controllers that attach with neodymium magnets uh that is actually pretty cool i think i think anthony over on uh linus tech did a review of it uh very recently like within the last week <laughs> a lump that's my hunch <laughs> uh, yeah how dare you sir <laughs> testing portability puts in pocket and walks away yes <laughs> i'm a tester i swear <laughs> ow my light <laughs> hey and S oh, spx labs is here as big big spoon pointed out like three seconds after i saw him how's it going spx good to see you here spoon another dollar 99 thank you so much uh, spx says a lump or happy to be here you know it. You know what the answer is. Uh, moving right along. Uh, this one we talked about all the way back in January, and this is a little yes. bit of a follow-up story. Uh, so Ubiquity disclosed a breach uh, back on January 11th of 2021 that uh, allegedly happened in December. And at the time, they said uh, we... We don't know what information was leaked, but we know there's been a breach. We recommend changing your passwords and doing a couple other things. Yeah. Uh, I missed this, but in April, they announced that uh, the alleged hacker was holding their information ransom and then they were not going to cooperate with them. Uh, well, now we have some new information on this particular story, and that is that uh it was a former ubiquity developer who 
used his administrative access to uh, exfiltrate data off of their AWS and where else? Uh, AWS and GitHub pages in December of 2020. Uh, and he was obfuscating his home IP address by using Surfshark VPN. Unfortunately, an internet outage at uh, uh, at his location temporarily exposed his IP address. Uh, oh my gosh, and, that's funny. and led federal authorities directly to his house. Um, so uh, basically, what happened was. He used admin SSH and downloaded the entirety of their GitHub uh, pages as well as uh, a good chunk of their AWS storage servers and contacted Ubiquity anonymously as a, as a hacker and said, hey, I have this much data and I would like $2 million, please. Uh, to which Ubiquity said, no, we're just going to disclose the breach. And he says, but I know of another vulnerability. And if you don't pay me $2 million, I'm going to go public with that vulnerability. Well, Ubiquity found another backdoor and patched it and just disclosed the the, the hack. Um, so this kind of went back and forth between the anonymous hacker and Ubiquity for a couple of months until they realized that it was kind of an inside job. Uh, and this happened after uh, the, the employee named Nicholas Sharp uh, went to the press uh, again as an anonymous hacker and stated that uh, January's disclosure was, you know, kind of shoveling this under the rug and, and Ubiquity knew it was much more egregious than they were letting on. And uh, they didn't even have proper logging set up to, to know when the breach happened and who, and what data was stolen and that kind of thing. Well, the only way that Nicholas Sharp knew that was he changed the logging on their servers for uh, data access to only have a 24-hour retention policy. So he disabled the logs, went in and downloaded their data, uh, set it up as ransom, and knew that the logs were automatically going to delete his login time and, and place. Uh, well, this has come full circle now. Uh, oh, and by the way, after he went to the press with that information that Ubiquity was sweeping this under the rug, their stock price dropped from $349 to $290, amounting in a $4 billion market billion capital loss. Yeah. Uh, so kind of a big deal. Uh, Mr. Sharp now faces four counts uh, of unauthorized access to a computer system, blackmail, uh, wire fraud, etc., and is facing a maximum sentence of 37 years in prison. <laughs> All I got says, if found guilty. Right. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean when? Have gun, insert guilty. smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can write that code up really yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> I've ran into like one situation in in my personal life where it, it's like okay the person is denying this upon denial upon denial despite being presented with like well here's this gun that is still warm with your fingerprints on it and that person over there was shot with with this caliber bullet oh look the tracing matches and it your hands have GSR on them and and, and, and I'm like, nope wasn't me nope didn't do it nope yeah nope 
Yeah, well, actually, the, the the funny, the weird thing is, is something not as large as this, but something similar into my office, a company happened to where we uh, fired an employee, and and I'm I'm pretty sure this employee was fired because it says in former employer. I don't remember the the full article. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't, um, you know, like just looking for a raise or something like that. Obviously, he was probably fired. That made me think HR or whoever didn't follow the proper procedure of taking all of his credentials and wiping them. Yeah. You know, um, similar to us, that that's what happened. And someone got a hold of all of our client email list and um, started spamming uh, our clients saying, hey, don't don't talk to this company. Um, similar with the smoking gun is like you were fired and you had access and we can see you log in to grab this data right. uh, three days after you were fired. We know it was you. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, so this also kind of puts on uh ubiquity of saying, you know, maybe you, 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 you might've messed up just a hair in certain procedures. You might want to tighten that up a little bit more now. Yeah. Um, there should have yeah. been logs of any changes to systems that were made. Um, and that should all be in automated reports that sysadmins get uh, on a daily or weekly basis uh, of change logs. Like when you when you manage infrastructure of this size, you usually get change logs. And so either the change log wasn't happening or the change yeah. log wasn't read. Uh, mm-hmm. It's one of the two. So Ubiquity, at their fault, still definitely dropped the ball in some regard to this. Yeah. But at the same time, you you also rarely suspect your employees of doing that much internal damage. Yeah, um, you're you're a multi-billion dollar company and you're, you expect a hacker to attack you. I mean, we're, my company is a, a multi-million dollar company. We get hack attacks all the time. Yeah. You know, um, we've had people sit there and say, try, try to, you know, take over our server or just a personal computer yep. and type, give me your credit card. And it's like, screw you, unplug. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you have no access to our network. This little laptop is crap. Here it goes, throw this away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just, there were some things on their side that they probably could have done better, but it has nothing to do with technical the hack or data breach but there are policies that they probably should do um internally as a business do better yeah um so but this guy's an idiot for uh, i I do find it funny the vpn and the power outage Uh, i mean that that's pretty funny you couldn't even go go onion and and come back in like you had to go like surf shark which was like three dollars a month like I know. Really, that was your defense. Well, that was just like, ah, oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> and by the way, this video is sponsored by NordVPN. Oh, not really, but <laughs> I do own affiliate code. Screw it. NordVPN.com/slash/craftcomputing. Get yourself uh, whatever deal they have going on right now. I'll take it. And don't get caught the next time you try to hack Ubik. <laughs> No, 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 no. YouTube, that, that's fake. It's just a joke. <laughs> Gosh. Now it's dirty money. And that's the last... Thanks, John. That's the last time I'm on Hops and <laughs> talking at... Yeah. Well, if it wasn't going to be that, it was definitely going to be something else. So. 
<laughs> it's I'm always teetering on the line. It's just like, all right, you can do the next one, I guess. Crap, what do I have to nuke the channel for today? <laughs> Can't monetize this video now. Damn it. <laughs> I gave up long ago. <laughs> um actually this vi the video that I posted this week, my first video back from uh you know taking a couple of weeks off, uh was uh it took forever to process the video. And uh, I ended up having to re-upload the video and rewrite the title and description and everything else. And that video processed right away, but then they held it for review for monetization. Oh. And my original title was 10 pounds of cooler in a five pound case. <laughs> and apparently that's an that... offensive phrase. Okay. I, I, I heard it and I was, yeah, I was offended. Right, right. So. Heaven forbid I... <laughs> make a pun on the and a video title uh yeah, you're the first person to ever do it jeff right totally i'm a trendsetter john <laughs> influencer god i hate that how's word. your beer uh, did you did did yours ever come out a little more like uh, you were saying let, let me try it one more time because i i really haven't been paying attention like it's it's a totally pleasant double ipa and so i'm happy to drink it but as far as being like holiday inspired, let me take a drink and pay attention real quick. Mine, mine actually had, I was kind of surprised, had a little sediment at the bottom. If it has anything, it's a little bit more, I want to say spicy, but that's not the right word. Um, There's this bit brightness playing on top of that that normal hop dankness, um, which uh, I'm trying to remember. Like think of adding nutmeg onto onto eggnog, like, okay. like you, you you grate some like that's it totally is I, I not would, nutmeg, but it's it's this I, extra little like layer of spice. Well, I wonder. I wonder if that's more of the yeast that they're using. It could probably, be. it could be. Um, you know, just just like uh, a half or something, a Belgian will give notes without yeah. spice notes being in there. Right. And, so and it, it could be the yeast strain that they're it's using. It's just a little bit brighter, a little bit more playful than your traditional super dank IPA. And like I said, this is this is a super dank. This is Fear Movie Lions level dank. This oh. is Stone Double level of dank. Yeah, but they're but toned down 20 30 percent like it attacks the same way but it doesn't hit that same crescendo um and uh and then it's just a little bit brighter right on top so maybe maybe that's the christmas feel that they're going for i guess yeah it, 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 it's that little star on top right it twinkles like a tree right <laughs> They, they probably put a little tinsel in it as it was brewing. I mean, like, ah, There's little tinsel in every thing. batch, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get any, even as this warmed up, I didn't get any uh, spruce tip or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, who makes, uh, Fort, Fort George makes a magnanimous Magna or something? Uh, magnimonious. Magnimonious, yeah. thank you. Uh, they, that's a, that's like, I taste spruce tip. Yeah, that, that. that is ground up Christmas tree turned into an IPA. Yeah, that, that, is, that is, is that is essentially like, oh, this is a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, th that's kind of what I was expecting. This right. is just multi block fifteen IPA. Uh, if there was going to be anything holiday thing, it's kind of like a bigger, thicker, maltier beer. So you're like 
something maybe by a campfire mm-hmm. or a fireplace, you know, but eh, for, for the price, perfectly reasonable. Just I wouldn't call this Christmas thing. Yeah. Works for me. Yeah. You know what works right now is probably a, a sponsor shop. Yes, that would be a fantastic idea. And thanks once again to Linode for letting John drink for another week. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, gosh. Today's episode of Talking Heads is brought to you by Linode. If you've ever needed to host your own servers, whether it be for home or business use, but don't have the resources, time, or hardware power and cooling requirements, why not let Linode host them for you? If it runs on Linux, it'll run on Linode. That includes the software from most of my tutorials on the channel, like how to run your own ad-blocking recursive DNS server, VPN gateway, your own cloud-based Plex server, and more. We shared CPU plans starting at as little as $5 per month and scaling up to as high as you need to go. You'll be able to find a hosting plan that fits your needs. And even if you do host your own servers, you can use Linode to keep a backup off-site. Because remember, RAID is not a backup. Linode also recently announced they are the first alternative cloud provider to have NVMe block storage available to all customers on all plans. In September, they began rolling out NVMe drives to all 11 of their global data centers. Best of all, storage rates will remain at the same low price they've always been. Visit linode.com slash craftcomputing and get a $100 60-day credit just for signing up for a new account. That's linode.com slash craftcomputing and thank you again to Linode for sponsoring today's video. Hmm. All right. Uh, I think in reviewing the beers right there, I think we both killed ours. So uh, yes, let's I go ahead. So. Let's go ahead and open number two. All right. Uh, you got yours ready? Right. Right, I'll do mine. Go for I it. have. Um, I I did not know this, but it's uh, Miami, Florida. Huh. So total East Coast. Uh, Jay Wakefield Brewing, extra special bitters. I am a huge oh, cool. ESB. Uh, yes, as you can see, the font. I, I, I love that. I uh, can. <laughs> that is awesome. So, but I am, I love a good English bitters beer. You and a me nice, both. Warm, like light beer. It's complex. Yeah. Uh, this is already looking nice too. Yeah. No, you, you're the only other person that I know that kind of kind of goes nuts for an ESB. Oh, like, uh, I, I any any ESB I see in a store, I like, say I'll just grab it. Yeah. I, I have to buy it because I want to try the ESB. I love a good ESB. Unfortunately, I've never been able to make it pretty good, and I think it's the water chemical, yeah. uh, the water consistency that we have here. I tried even adding, you know, uh, hard salts and minerals, and still didn't turn out. Yeah, um, there's just something about getting a traditional uh, English ESB from over the pond. Yes, the the water is quite different, and it does quite make different. all the difference in the world. Uh, this one I had to pick up uh, again for the can art because Binary Brewing does can art right. Oh, so great! Uh, this is a brand new one from them, the Weedador sixty four, and check out <laughs> that. I oh I saw that one today. <laughs> I did see that one today. I love this can. <laughs> it's just so awesome. Uh, so this is a wheat beer, hearkening back to a time when basic wasn't a bad thing. This is the simple, easy-drinking American wheat ale, clocking in at 5%. Ugh. I'm just going to go ahead and use the same glass, because who doesn't like a little wheat on top of their IPA? Honestly, a pretty clear 
wheat beer. Wheat beer, yes. Well, wow. I mean, I, 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 they could just interesting. I mean, it could just be a wheat malt, um, and I mean, they filtered it. I mean, John. Yeah, I, I can see your finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clear wheat beer. Wow. I mean, mine is. I can't even see. Yeah, see, you can't see. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing coming Although, through there. Although I will say mine is super heavily carbonated. The bubbles are just yeah going off, and I think I got a little floaty when it poured it in there. So, but East Coast might have traveled. There's a know. a very very light cloud inside of this. I mean, very like mm. I can see a little bit of it swirling Ooh. inside of there. Ooh, you would like this one, would I? You would you would totally. It's just light a little malt mm -hmm. a little a little hair of a spice nice. um to where you know if you try an esb in the northwest yeah other than sandy yams most of them are over hopped yeah no there's like this is a malt beer this is a yeah. light malt beer that's how um, i like my it, esps is yeah I, if malty. i go back I'll, I'll probably go back I'll, I'll go pick you up one nice so i'll go pick you up one you like the can and then uh We'll meet up soon, and uh, I'll, I'll give you. I got that a couple one, for you as well. Thing. So yeah. So all right. John and I have this agreement. John buys me four mm. beers. I gave him one as a consolation. <laughs> well, you gotta understand. Like three of them are like Jeff. This is crap, but you gotta try it. You gotta try it. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Jeff will be like, "No, it's just sitting in my fridge." I'll, I'll when, when my brother-in-law comes over, he can drink it if he wants. Yeah. I don't Come, need to try it, that. It almost got you five hundred dollars. You could have you could have gotten I mean I the, don't think anyone the largest, was on the trigger finger, John. The largest super chat ever. <laughs> Funny enough, the five hundred dollars is not my biggest super chat ever. I think that's a thousand. Really? Yeah. So Ooh, ooh, here we go. Here we go. Here's what we do. You send that beer to Jason <laughs> for his New Year's party. Have him drink it then. There you go. He'd be like, oh, Jason, this is like a, a pickle chaser." I Same I do thing. owe him, I do owe Jason some beers, so I I, I think I may uh, send may hook him up a little bit. Oh, now that would be a great New Year's uh, show of he has to drink only the beers you ship him. Ooh. And and so it'd be you know like double IPAs, Northwest IPAs. Did, did you watch the uh, the CES Talking Heads where Jason was on with uh, oh, yeah. with us? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, Jason's not a big craft guy. Like he'll drink some craft beers occasionally, but uh, I mean we all know where his heart lies. Uh, so Steve and I were walking through uh, a local grocery store there. And we're like, we need some beers for tonight. And so, like, what would I like to drink and what sounds good to me? And also, what can we bring Jason? And we also got uh, Ipos Vox, uh, a six-pack of Sunkist. Uh, but we're walking through the store going, what do we need to buy Jason? And we found an arrogant bastard. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he takes a sip and he goes, oh, oh God. <laughs> At the end, he goes, I kind of like it. And, and it's like, that's how it gets you. Yep. Oh no! Anyone starts drinking craft beer, they're always like, oh, "This is horrible." This is, and then you see the uh, uh, Andy, Andy. Yeah. 
uh, E-Technics. Uh, for about a year, he, we would mock him for his Pilsners and Stella Atours. And um, I saw a six pack of Stella Extra in the store the other day and I almost bought it. <laughs> I almost did it. I saw one of like a, a gold one or something. Yeah, it's black like, and gold. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I should I should do a review on this just for him. <laughs> um, but he started drinking, uh, I, I would say between you, me, and um, um, Claw. Yeah. Skull, Skull. Yeah. Sorry, not Claw, Skull. Uh, or no, it was Claw. Claw. Yeah, Claw. Yeah, yeah Claw. Um, we convinced him to start trying just IPAs, and he would, he would send us pictures, this tastes horrible, this tastes horrible, and we're like, no, 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 you got to go get some craft stuff, not not the stuff at your local 7-Eleven. You have to go find a bottle shop or something specific. And once he started doing that and he would drink, he was like, oh, yeah, these are pretty good. I'm kind of craving hot flavor now. Yeah. And and now he's drinking craft stuff. Yeah. And, 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 and what's funny is like after the first like three or four cans, he goes, I'm craving it. Mm-hmm. He goes, I, yes. like, I don't want a Stella right now. I want a dank IPA. Yeah. <laughs> It gets you. It really does. It, really it starts does. coating your tongue. You're like, the first couple, you're like, Bleh. yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Good. Couple more super chats. Uh, Alice sends over $5. Thank you so much. Uh, what will you do with that catchphrase if uh, Plarium Games makes a backup solution? Uh, the catchphrase he's speaking of is Raid is not a backup. Uh, and that's because Plarium Games makes Raid Shadow Legends. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that. Man, Raid's got some deep pockets, and if I could, like, it's the perfect tie-in where my storage is actually getting kind of full. Could I do a Raid Shadow Legends ad on my channel, unironically, and then just take the money and buy a crap ton of hard drives? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so that was a whole discussion. Uh, And then John sends over another $5. New kid diaper fund. Thank you very much, John. I do appreciate that. Having a kids is expensive. Yep. Having three is even more so. <laughs> well, the problem is, is you sit there and think, oh, diapers and everything is expensive. And then they start growing up and then they need more and more things. Right. And then they want more and more things uh, that are like useless. And you're like, no, you don't need this. Yeah. I grew up with dirt and sticks. You can do the same. <laughs> My parents bought me the $4 Super Soakers, and I was happy. That's right. I went to Goodwill and bought Super Soakers. <laughs> I just had the dipstick thing. I didn't know what Nerf bucket. was until I was 17. <laughs> well, actually, the funny story was Nerf guns. You, do you remember, the, like, the little tiny one that had, like, the single dart, the, and they were only, like, this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was my Nerf gun. It was, like, the little <laughs> tiny ones. <laughs> like, here, we got you a Nerf a Nerf uh, crossbow or bow and arrow. Yeah. Like, great. I, and then my, I my, did have the Nerf cross, or the Nerf bow and arrow. I, I, with a giant-ass dart. <laughs> I mowed a bunch of lawns, and I don't know if you remember this. I got the Nerf bazooka. Oh, it yes. Was, it was like a, a 10 pump big spring and only it came with two rockets and it would yeah. shoot 50 yards. Yeah. And so I remember, but <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I mowed probably, I think it was like 50 bucks at the time. So it was, it'd be about five lawns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I remember that that thing was awesome. Even even today, I'm like, yeah, I kind of want that thing back. That would be cool. Yeah. Go on eBay, <laughs> buy one. Tech Tech Potato get, says get. zero kids for the win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, actually, I think that that'd be great for my my son, not for him, but me to discipline him. Three of kids like, and zero <laughs> money. Why can't I have three <laughs> zero money and three kids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I I have that uh, that running joke as well with uh brian over at bps customs because uh he's he's a dink for those that don't know that's dual income uh dual income no kids so uh yeah he and his wife go to, like vegas two three times a year and and whatnot it's like yeah oh okay I'm, I'm just looking it up now the bazooka that i had with a missing dart a complete a complete set is going for four hundred dollars right now yeah don't look up your childhood toys uh, like, I, I learned I that get, a long time ago. I can, I Nostalgia can is works, a hell of a drug. But it's missing a dart for one twenty-five, or do I actually do a thirty dollars shipping? Oh my gosh, my yeah. I should have kept that gun. Uh, my Nerf bow and arrow is only ninety-seven dollars. Oh my gosh, the best offer pre-owned with no bullets two thirty. Yeah, here I'll I'll even share this link. Uh, so this was my bow and arrow. This was the bow and arrow that I had. Patrick sends over $5. I'll add to the diaper fund. Thank you very much. That's only, uh, and Tech Tech Potato says, that's only because we live in London and it's super oh, expensive. Yeah. Right. Unless you have a kid and he already has a job, you're kind of stuck. I mean. <laughs> yeah. There's mine. The Ultimator, that's what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, I, I had this exact same bow and arrow in, in classic early 90s blue and neon pink. Oh, yeah, my, mine was purple and green. Yeah, and that bright yellow uh. handle. No, that that's my bow and arrow. And yeah. you could put two arrows up inside storage, and then you had one arrow that went on the tip. So it would hold all three arrows at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, those are toys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, toys today break. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of fun toys for adults now, mm-hmm. there is uh, Nvidia RX thirty ninety Ti. Ti. Um, boy, if we want to talk about lackluster Ti models, I think this one takes the cake. Uh. I mean, sure, it's a new toy, and it's it's gonna beat the 3090, but like two percent on every margin, like it's pathetic. Uh, so hold on, let me pull up my Nvidia, my RTX 3090 specs here. Uh, the Nvidia RTX 3090 is a GA102 GPU based uh, card with 10,496 CUDA cores and 24 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory. And it has a total memory bandwidth of, I think it's 949 gigabytes per second. 936, excuse me. 936 gigs. Okay. So 10,496 is the number to beat. And TI, you usually expect like at least a 10% gain. Like that's what we got on the 1070 TI. That's what we see on the 1060 TI. Or sorry, 3060 TI. Um, So how much more powerful is the 3090 TI going to be? Well, we're going from 10,496 to 10,752, or an increase of 256 CUDA cores. <laughs> so, 1%? So, Half like, percent? 
2% if you're really lucky. Yeah. Uh, has the same amount of memory at 24 gigabytes, but they did increase the bandwidth from 936 megabytes per second to a rumored one gigabyte per second. Still not not that impressive, big, especially yep. when NVIDIA's mining cards are doing 1.4 gigabytes per or uh, uh, yeah, 1.4 gigabytes per second. Sorry, what was the band? Or sorry, 1.4 terabytes per second. Yeah, is, is terabytes. I was like gigabytes. Yeah. Sorry, I knew it was wrong, but I kept saying the same word. It's like, no, hold on, that's not right. Um, yeah. So 21 gigabyte per second memory speed. Um which is only about 2.5 gigabytes per second more than each of the individual DIMMs that are on the, or chips that are on the RTX 3090. This is just a better binned chip. Like, yeah. And, uh... and it's, and it's ever so slight. I mean, ugh. And, and you'll never also... ever see one. Well, it's also a hundred Watts more in power a 350 watt card. Yeah supposedly oh mine will uh, so draw 400 i i have an yeah. rtx 3090 founders edition that i i bought it for my video editing because so the, this ProRes is raw takes a lot of memory bandwidth i don't know if you knew this that is basically just the 3090 tuned up mm -hmm. essentially <laughs> like oh yeah we just we just tighten the screws it, and, it's a 3090 yeah with the screws tightened a little bit more like two yeah, to, uh, like <laughs> a rotation and a half is all they get yeah and they're yeah. like oh it's a ti yeah so, um, yeah, if you ever see one, good luck. Why buy it then? The, because... the Titan X Pascal to Titan XP was a bigger upgrade than the 3090 Ti <laughs> from the 3090. Like, it went from 3560 CUDA cores to uh, 3820, I, I want to say. So at least that one got a significant bump of, of like at least like 5 or 6%. Uh, I thought that was Manic Geek was BPS. I thought Manic Geek was BPS Custom Sun. <laughs> That's what I was laughing at. Oh, God. oh man. I feel bad for him. Uh, sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, no, if you love if you love keyboard sorry, stuff, I'm gonna, check out the Manic Geek. I'm going to snip that really quick. Snip that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you do love keyboard stuff, check out the Manic Geeks channel. Yeah. That's awesome keyboard oh, stuff. Yes. Um, so, yeah, if you are a keyboard freak fanatic who loves to tinker and get the best and most out of their keyboard and customization, he is the guy to go to. Yes. Needs more love. He, he is moving up, but he needs more love. All right, sorry. Oh, we know BPS Custom will hit yes. it right away. Um, and then we did get, did I miss it? Uh, Big Big Spoon, $1.99. He's saying, hey, I made a baby. And he did. Congratulations you did make again, a baby. Spoon. Well, you're about halfway through it. Like, yeah. You haven't made the baby I mean, yet. I mean, you well, did your work. But. You did your work, and, and she she's doing the rest of it. So, yeah. you know, good good one night worth of work. Right. Um, so, but actually, he Thank is having a... Thank you. That a, was my best. Yeah. <laughs> he he is having a girl. Yes. So, uh, I, I expect her to be named Danielle, Jack Danielle. 
Uh, I, I was going <laughs> to say, yeah, uh, Jackson's a girl name, right? I, I, yeah, I, right? I was voting Jackson Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> Jackson Daniel. Daniela. Danielle. Jade. Yeah, Danielle Jackson. Danielle Jackson. Danielle Jackson Spoon has a great ring yeah. to it. It does. You got bourbon uh, and heroin all in one. <laughs> uh, DJ S could be yeah. DJ yeah, S. S. Yeah. Why there not? You go. Why not? DJ S. See, even that the initials she she can just always go by DJ. There you go. Boom. There you go. It's it's like she'll be part of the Backstreet Boys or something. DJ. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We do have a little bit of beer news to get to. Let's go ahead and jump we into do. that. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson is, in uh, as you know, yeah, yeah, he is. And it's not for some car news or, or farm news. Or punching a producer you... in the face because food serve craft services wasn't ready. Exactly. Um, and that's how Top her. Gear ended. Yes. Uh, uh, but, uh, if you are in England as Andy is, um, and if you're trying to find a beer to buy, say, via Amazon, because Amazon over there... Hey, hey John, uh, your, your mic is freaking out like crazy. Probably because I'm moving. That's a little better. Yeah, you were staticking like crazy. Oh, uh, it's probably... Uh, I, was... I think you got a dying battery. I think I so do. Yeah. Well, it's wrecked in. It, it, it's going crazy. Like, like I'm almost gonna have to mute you. It's it's going so bad. I'm not even plugged in anymore. All right, hang on. Better? No, 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 no. Even worse. Even worse. Did you have a preamp battery on that? Is that's that what's going out? Correct. I don't know. Something's uh. something's wrong. Test. There you go. That's uh, there we go. All right. So I just switched to my laptop mic. Okay, that'll work. Yeah. It, it's not as good, but it's like it's a little echoey, but it's not bad. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll work with that. Uh, anyways, if you're in England, the best-selling beer now on Amazon is the Jeremy Clarkson beer, Hockstone Lager. Yep. So uh, it launched and within eight hours sold out and was the number one selling beer on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next to James, or uh, it wasn't James May. Yeah, it was James May who had the gin. I wouldn't mind trying the gin. Yeah, honestly. Uh, but yeah, this is a 5% lager, nothing special, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so here's the Amazon listing, which by the way, bravo on the on the instagram art like it's as good as mine right well it's not tilted so i mean you you've got uh, at least a thousand it, it's more got likes that upward that. angle you know ah yes there he is the best beer in the world <laughs> i mean if that's not the tagline it has to be right like how could i not buy a, a 12 pack of that seriously right? Uh, some other news. Um, we kind of talked about NTFs, NFTs, NFTs. Thank you. 
Um, I, I don't get them. I can copy and paste. So. I'm trying to figure out how they are not money laundering. Right? Yeah. Um, but Budweiser, the largest beer company in the world, launches their own N- NFTs starting at $4.99, going all the way up to $9.99. Uh, they had uh, over 1,900 of them sold out in, I think it was like 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't get it. 1,936 NFTs ranging from 500 to to $1,000. Yeah. Yeah, I... And, and they're on their own, um, not crypto... Hey, look, uh, I own an NFT. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get copyrighted for that. Oh snap. Oh, you also had to be twenty-one or over to buy this. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tech Tech Potato says you're selling receipts. The new Qualcomm SOC can mint NFTs. Yeah, that's one of the features that they debuted was the ability to generate unique codes to mint NFTs from photos you take with your phone. I, I I don't get this. It's a frame by frame. So if I did a 4K video at a 120 frames you, per second, you could still you could sell still frames from that. I know exactly. So I get every second I have 120 NFTs. Mm-hmm. So every episode of Hops and Brews, thousands of NFTs. Yeah. Me drinking a pickle beer. Right. The, the, I I actually did shoot my highest frame rate ever at 170 FPS uh, earlier today for a project. Uh, so what some, were you doing in slow mo? Someone has been asking me if uh, if I ever solved the issue with the Arctic cooler of making it shorter. Um, I didn't I didn't fully succeed. But it's slightly shorter now. And I have it in a beautiful 170 FPS. <laughs> 4K 170. Yes. Uh, you're going to cringe. I don't know. Does if YouTube it, even go that high? Uh, well, it does if you play it back at 24. My camera goes that high. <laughs> it, it'll do 170 at 4K. So, yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, I might as well make this announcement now because uh, I completely forgot to make it at the beginning of the show. But next week, Talking Heads is going to be a little bit different, a little bit uh, slightly more British than normal. Uh, so More ESPs. So first off, we will not be on Wednesday. We will be airing on Thursday. Uh, So there is a day change next week, just for the one week. And Tech Tech Potato, longtime friend of the channel, Dr. Ian Cutris, will not only be on the show, will be live in person. And drinking on the show. And drinking my beer. Like in my house. So I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited because I think it's going to be a great show. Not only that, but he and I are going to go tour uh, 
Intel's fab facility up in North Portland uh, on Thursday and Friday. Uh, Why haven't you done this faster? Right. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only way I can get Intel to respond to me is to ride on Ian's coattails. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that if he is. But uh, yes, give a, a fantastic greeting to Ian next week. And uh, we will uh, we will be tech tech potatoing it up here on Craft Computing. Uh, I have some potato beer or some potato vodka. Like we, there you could, go. we could totally break that out. Baptize Ian and Dragon's Milk. <laughs> I mean, I can bring some homebrew in that pool again. We can just dump him like like what I did. Oh, God. Uh, I, I will say we're having a wonderful English summer. <laughs> and so he should feel right at home when he flies in. <laughs> uh, as long as you can hold a camera, Jeff. Uh, I have people for that. Like... Craft potato or tech tech computing? I think craft potato. So that would be what uh, tater tots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, craft potato. I think is what we have to go with. Because tech tech computing is just redundant, but craft potato—that's something I've never seen before. Yeah, so that's going to be a fun show. Make sure to tune in. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I got, I haven't seen Ian in person in two years. Yeah. Two, three years. No, it was, uh, CES 2020. Yeah. So yeah, almost two years. So looking forward to catching up. Should be fun. The talking potatoes. Ooh, I like that. Potato, potato, the talking potato. Freedom fries. (laughs) (laughs) I think that just won. <laughs> I, I think Spoon just named it. Uh, I want a Kraft Potato sticker. No, I, I, I'm digging Freedom Fries. <laughs> it's like an artisanal baked potato. <laughs> oh, those are all good. All right. Last but not least. Uh, yeah, CES with the Post Vox. Yeah, we were hanging out in, was it the Zotac booth? Yeah, I think it was Zotac up in Caesars. Is uh, yeah, we hung out for. I skipped a meeting because Ian Ian and Epos started talking, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hang out here. Like, screw that. So I don't remember who I blew off, but I blew off someone just to sit in Zotac's booth and and BS with Ian for an hour and a half. It was great. That was so much fun. There wasn't even booze there, at least not at that time. Uh, next year. Next year. <laughs> yep. In fact, that was the morning after Zotac's party. So Zotac throws a party every year in their suite. They usually get a, a, a two floor suite in Caesars. And uh, you'll go to the party and it's like, they wrap up at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. or something like that. I had a 9 a.m. meeting at Zotac the morning after the party. And the reps that I was meeting with were just as hungover as I was. Like, uh, we we roll in 905. I'm slamming Tylenol and and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Ian says he's not going to CES in January. Neither am I. Uh, I just don't quite, I've got the new little one. And so on top of 
like COVID fears, I'm also just not quite ready to travel. Um, well, so yeah, I mean, one month old, you just right, never know. Right. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking it easy. Uh, my first scheduled flight out is possibly going to, uh, uh, LTX. Uh, if they, if they are able to hold it this coming year in Vancouver, um, so sometime in August, I'm I'm not even going to Computex this year. Uh, I was planning on it. I was actually planning on it last year, uh, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, my my first scheduled trip is uh, probably LTX this coming year. All right, one last bit of news to get to, and then we've uh, we've actually got time to for some Q&A tonight. So get those, yeah, get those cues queued up. Hopefully Linus uh, will invite me. I will make sure Linus invites you. Like, good Lord. He knows who you are. Uh, and and I I actually know directly the uh, the organizer for LTX. So I will make sure you get an invite, Ian. Now who's riding whose coattails, huh? <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is an announcement I've been waiting on for some time, and that is, uh, the Ocarina of Time decompilation project. Uh, I've been following this for about a year now, uh, and what's really funny is I went and checked on the progress the day before they announced they had it 100% complete, and I went, oh, it's still at 98%. Dang it. I got, I gotta wait another, you know, two, three months. Uh, but no, uh... The Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo 64 has been fully decompiled into unspooled C code. Yeah. That is pretty much exactly what happened to uh, Super Mario 64, which is why we now have a native PC port for Mario 64. Now, this is only decompiled into C, but it still relies on APIs in the Nintendo 64, and so those are still going to need to be translated if we want to see a PC port eventually. That is probably on the horizon. Someone will probably take on that flag, but uh, this was done primarily to, number one, find out how Ocarina of Time works uh, and develop mods for the console or ROM versions of it, not necessarily to port it to PC, although a port to PC is quite likely now that it is in native C. Uh, yes. so very, very cool, um, uh, project. I'm definitely looking forward to this. What I hope is people have already ripped the assets from the Ocarina of Time 3D for the 3DS, which is the HD remaster that we never got. Um, man, I just want Ocarina of Time 3DS assets upscaled and native on PC for Ocarina of Time in C. That's what I want. If that happens, I'm happy. I'm totally happy. Yeah, no, I think this will be fun because this will open up to a lot of different mods. Uh, there was already talking about upward frame rate. Like you were saying, hopefully this can do the upgraded 3D version yeah. or the uh, HD version, sorry. Right. Um, I was curious when I was looking at this and the we talked about the Ocarina of Time being in VR. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm curious with the how that would work because there was that whole it. I don't think it was a fully um, transferred to VR. 
I think it was just a couple now, levels. Now, this version that they that they decompiled is actually the master quest for the GameCube off the promotional disc. Yeah. Um, and so it actually has all the code for Ocarina of Time as well. Uh, but it is a ROM running in an emulator on the GameCube of Ocarina of Time with the Master Quest enabled. Um, and actually, I spent uh, my time off from the channel uh, playing Dad to 3 and also having my 3DS up and playing through the Master Quest on the 3DS. And so I 100%ed Master Quest on 3DS, and I'm pretty happy about that achievement. Um, well, I am not a speedrunner, but... You know, I I got every heart piece, I got every Skulltella, I got every item, I got Big Oron Sword, and I I beat the game, and I'm very very happy with that, in the uh, amount of time that I uh, that I had to play it. So, well, actually, within what did you have like four weeks? Uh, two weeks, two weeks, two. That's yeah. that's still very impressive. Right, right. Um, just on a casual run through. Anyway, we do have a couple yeah. super chats to get to. Uh, Smart Home sends over $6.69. Nice. Uh, have y'all done any AVOIP or DMX over IP? Uh, do you have any tips for server rack equipment that handles internet and production level audio, video, and lighting? Um, I've done a little bit of DMX over IP. John, you might be able to chime in on this as well. Um, I'm not very well versed in it, but I have yeah. helped. Uh, I have helped a couple of friends set up uh similar systems uh for like mobile dj kind of stuff yeah i've um, done some lighting stuff and audio stuff but yeah. never like oh, i'm gonna go set up my own private yeah system yeah I've, I've helped them tinker with it and get some some programs set up and some scenes set up but i've never done like fully dived into that kind of thing um i have looked into potential dmx setups for my next office because i would like to automate some of the lighting setups for that um and uh complete with you know light bars and and color effects and everything else so i can just go you know what i want this to be the mood or i want this type of lighting and press a button and it happens uh so my office setup might involve some dmx over ip but uh i've done very little of av over ip uh outside of like security cameras I've always told my wife if she ever wanted to do Christmas lights, the only way I'll do Christmas lights at our house is if we do those big, massive uh, music ones. <laughs> I will pay for that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I've seen them in concert, and holy crap. That's what that I will I will put the the seven to ten k down for it yeah. and do all the labor and programming. Yep. That is the only way I will put. Christmas lights on my house. Yeah. Uh, so I'm redoing the roof on my house this next summer, and I'm putting up addressable RGBs under every single archway. Uh, just preemptively. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, so our block doesn't go like really crazy. Uh, we, we've got a couple of people that put up lights, but nothing too extravagant. The next block over has like the, the Christmas vacation people. Uh, oh yeah yeah there's like there's like six houses in a row and holy crap my lights dim at 7 p.m when those go on (laughs) (laughs) your vpn cuts out yeah my vpn cuts out and oh it was me all along right um yeah uh ian says lol i've known linus for years jabbed him about his recent hiring video yeah it sucks that he can go online and just like hire people in like a promotional video like come on bro uh, I had to put boots on the ground and find my own guy. 
Uh, I want to see Low Spec Gamer, Tech Yes City, and at at LTX for sure. Uh, Low Spec Gamer was on the list. Uh, he was on the list for 2020 uh, before it got canceled. I don't know if Tech Yes City was or not. Um, but uh, but I know Low Spec Gamer was on that list. So yeah. Um, but yes, I have Linus's email as well as. Uh, a couple others there so we'll we'll get ian over to over to ltx that'll be fun and zachary he has done it again the mad lad five hundred dollars drink that pickle beer no sorry must occur in the same show uh five hundred dollars from zachary dude Thank you so much. Hadn't done one with Pops and Brews on the show. Had to complete the set. Well, you've got the trifecta now. But, you know, Ian is up next week. I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, so wait, that 500 goes to me, right? Uh, that's how this works? That's not how this works. Pretty that's sure that's how this works. John, you get, he only, you get beer he, money for the show. He, I mean, he, he did it because of me. J- John, do you know the old song, Boss Makes a Dollar, I Make a Dime? Like, are you familiar with that little jingle? So I, I at least get 50 cents. Right. Right. Uh, you're up to like 63 bucks. Yeah. We're at $638. So you get, you get 63. That pays for my secret Santa box. (laughs) Not even the shipping on the secret Santa box, just the box. Yep. Thank you, Zach. I I literally cannot thank you enough. That is that is so incredibly cool. Novella Hub's calling for me to drink the pickle beer too. I can't. I I physically can't. Oh no. I'm... Uh, so I gave another one to a friend of mine at work who used it as a punishment. Uh, he has a sports podcast, uh-huh. and he used it for his. Uh, whoever loses this week in points. Uh, fantasy points, you know, has to chug the pickle beer. Yeah. The guy couldn't do it. I, I, <laughs> there are very few things I cannot consume. And pickles is like top of that list. I mean, absolutely top of that list. Um, I I hate them in every form, style, cut, dill, sweet, garlic, vinegar, whatever. I don't give a crap. Pickles suck. And they sucked the point that I will literally like gag reflex on them and vomit. So, period. The only time that I can kind of like maybe consume a pickle is super, super finely diced and in like a tuna salad or something like that. Yeah, that, that's same for me. And it's... I mean super fine. If it crunches, uh, the... I'm out. Oh no, I, I'll do. I can go with the crunch. It's fine, but it, it's sweet relish in my tuna sandwich. That's it. That's the only pickle I'll take. Yeah, nothing else. And and even then, it's got to be like there has to be a sufficient amount of cheese and mayo mixed in that. Oh yeah, I, I put a lot of mayo. I put a lot of mayo, black crushed pepper. Yeah, salt. Yeah, yeah, but but no, like. For $500, I don't even know that I'd eat, like, a pickle slice. Like, <laughs> I I don't know that I physically could. I mean, I, I can't. I, I, I wouldn't. 
I don't eat them uh, as for joy or anything, as a pleasure. I can eat them, but it's like one of the worst foods I I hate eating. Even if pickle is even on like a Burger King and McDonald's Carl Jr. burger, I'm like, and they're like, don't just peel off. Like, no, there's juice. Yep. I, I, I don't know. Do I like pina coladas? Yes. I freaking love pina coladas. Uh, let's see. Big Big Spoon, $4.99. For the record, I begged to be part of the Secret Santa last year. Who wants to be my Secret Santa this year? Hops? <laughs> oh, you missed the other... The other uh... Oh, Hops is the hottest guest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, did, did you see what I said? I did not. I Shut up, like... baby. I know it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. John J says, so mix the pickle beer with tuna. No. Because no. it's sour pickle. <laughs> no. No. I, I like sweet pickle to where it doesn't taste like pickle. Yeah. Uh, dill. I, I don't like dill either because it reminds me of pickle. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cool. Oh, did you? So I saw you got your Trek wine. I did. In. I got mine in today. Oh, you did? Yeah. So uh, you got just the uh, the Cardassian ale? I got two bottles of Canar. Yes. Canar. Yeah. So I got two bottles of Canar and I got two bottles of the Andorian ale. Yeah, I didn't get so the I Andorian. Have a, I have a complete collection. Well, what happened was um i ordered it because the last time my wife forgot to uh -huh. and so when i was going to notify her I was like hey buy this for our anniversary mm -hmm. she forgot so i just went and bought it and she remembered so we double ordered <laughs> nice so i actually have a bottle of canard and andorian ale to open yeah I don't know if I'll ever open the Chateau Picard or Klingon blood wine. Yeah, see, I, I only bought one bottle of, I've got the Starfleet Reserve. Uh, I've, okay. I've got the red and the white in the Starfleet Reserve. Um, I've got the blood wine um, and I've got a couple others. Um, I don't have Chateau Picard and I don't have the Andorian. I did buy two bottles of Canard because I knew I would want to open one. Um, you just want the bottle. I just want the bottle, like seriously. Well, it is nice. They come with those bottle tops. Yep. A nice metal bottle that, top. It's it's like I, I opened the box and I went, the attention to detail is amazing, but is the cap right? Like they included a glass cap on the bottle and I went, oh wait, what's this little box right here? It's like, holy crap, it's a screen accurate machined aluminum CNC bottle. Like, holy, yes. <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> Although I think it would have been better as like a port to be that thick. I think it's just a red blend. It, it's a red blend, but I will say it looks a little viscous in the bottle. Yeah. Like maybe not like the exaggerated syrup poured out of yeah. the, uh, the, the you know, out of Quark's bar, but certainly more viscous than a red wine is usually. I'm waiting for the root beer to come out. Mm. <laughs> Human root beer. It's so bubbly and after a while you begin to like it. Like That's it. insidious. Just, just like the Federation. Garrett. 
Uh, all right. We got about 20 minutes left in the show and we are out of tech news, which means we're either going to open more beers or we're going to answer some questions. Uh, tech Tech Potato starts us off. Uh, two bottles of prune juice. <laughs> it's a warrior's oh. drink after all. Oh, uh, that would be that would be another fun one. Yeah. I can do prune juice. I, it's okay. Uh, Steve says if Jeff drinks the pickle beer, I'll chug the same beer. Well, Steve likes that beer. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> Manic Geek enters the chat. All right. So first off, he's not that much older than I am. <laughs> ah, he saw your tweet. <laughs> that's awesome. He also responded to it and said, hi, dad. <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, let's see. Monster Server Builds has been asking all episode if I know anything about the 128 core Epic chip. Uh, as far as I know, fourth generation Epic is still going to be at 64 cores, 128 threads. Um, I, I haven't heard of any doubling up uh, the either the chiplet core count or the cores per chip. Uh, so we're probably at an impasse until Intel makes them make another move. Uh, and he says uh, the 7763 is only 64 core, 128 thread because Ian said, well, you can get dual 7763s, which gives you 128 cores. So it does exist. And suddenly my office door is open for some reason. Your cat? I think the cat opened my door. I'm pretty sure. Rambo. So we have Sneak the long in. lever handles uh, that are nice and easy to, to pull. And Rambo can open them. So. Oh, yeah. Fourth gen uh, Genoa. That's right. 96 cores. That's right. So not not quite double. They're, they're going plus 50%. Uh... Let's see. Heavy Palm says, drinking some screwball. Don't judge me. Ah, oh, I can't throw away. John, thinking... you can't give that face. That's true. I've, I've seen what you drink. Okay, I was thinking, what, what are those wine cooler balls? Wine coat, Bartles and James. Buzz balls. Buzz, oh, buzz balls. balls. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Missed a lot of AMD news. Oh, that's right. There was an AMD thing. Oh, well. Next week. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, and then there was the... Uh, comment that got Lisa Sue in, in a little bit of hot water because it's like, what do you think about the availability of next-gen consoles? And she goes, well, they're they're available, but you just have to spend two to three times the retail price to get them. And it was a joke followed up by comments about, like, we're working on, you know, shoring up supplies, but apparently gamers don't like to joke. 
to which I respond, have you ever been on camera and done an interview and, and like here in the two hour live show, I've probably said at least two things that I regret. Try being the CEO of a company. <laughs> so how about schnapps? Uh, well, first off it's S C H. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I have schnapps. I have, Peppermint schnapps. I've Peppermint got, and usually peach. Vanilla. Vanilla I keep on hand for like one drink. The um, uh, candy apple. Sour puppers. Oh, that's sour puppers. Yeah. Isn't that technically a schnapps? Yeah. What is Amish Mafia, Pennsylvania? Yeah. Goldschlager. You ever had Goldschlager? You know, my wife, when she was 21, liked peppermint stuff. And so, yeah, I, I bought her a bottle of Goldschlager. <laughs> and she did not like that peppermint because it was too sweet. Yeah. What is that? Star Anise. Star Anise. That's the uh, black licorice stuff. It's oh, a, right, right. Spice. Okay. Steve, I love it. Steve, so if you love black, I like black licorice. licorice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What's the beer? I just gave Steve. I, I, have, Nail. I have a bottle Fremont of absinthe on my shelf. Yes, I like black licorice. Yeah. Uh, Fremont's Rusty Nail, their bourbon barrel aged Rusty Nail, is bourbon barrel aged and Star Anise. Ooh. It's really good. Nice. I just picked up a bottle of um, Mother of Storms 21, and they shortened their bottles. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little and so shorter and stubby. They're a little shorter, so they're cheaper. They're usually, they're like $27. Yeah. It, the shorter one now makes it 20 bucks. Okay, nice. So your standard now bourbon barrel aged wax dipped. Uh, Monster Server says, is there a way to split RTX cards the way you did for your cloud gaming server? Yes, but not through uh, Proxmox. Uh, if you follow my GPU-P, uh, GPU para-virtualization inside Windows Hyper-V, uh, that is the solution for splitting RTX cards. In fact, I demoed that with an RTX 3070. Um, so yes, you can split it. Uh, it's actually a fairly easy process. Uh, so yeah, I have a full video on that. Just look up GPU para virtualization or GPU dash P, uh, on my channel and you'll find that video. Same result, completely different process, completely different operating system. It does still work though. But do you have absinthe glasses? Um, I actually don't have absinthe glasses, although I kind of need one, um, for doing a, a classic absinthe cocktail. Um, I I do an absinthe cocktail where you're supposed to skewer a sugar cube and then you- White it? No, you, uh, you pour water over uh, a sugar cube and then you drip it down into a shot of absinthe and you eventually pour an entire glass and it creates an absinthe cocktail. Um, I just do that with a bar spoon. I, I kind of cheat. 
I thought it was uh, you light it on fire. Uh, I think there's a variation of that, but absinthe is only 101 proof and or 110. No, no, no like the the sugar or, or something lights on fire for the absinthe drink. Not that I remember for. Mm. An an absinthe cocktail is a sugar cube, water, and absinthe, and that's it. And you pour an ounce and a half of absinthe in the bottom of a glass. Drip, yeah, well, okay. And oh, then yeah, you skewer right. a a sugar cube, and then sugar you pour cube, yeah. distilled water over the top of it, and it creates a chemical reaction down in the absinthe that makes it activate and turn green and, and all this other cool stuff. Um, and when you're when you're all done with it, it uh, creates a you know twelve ounce drink that tastes like absinthe and sugar. It's actually quite tasty. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, you, yeah, you like so this one. I you light the sugar cube on fire. Interesting. I've, because I've it's never soaked done that. in alcohol. I've never tried that. I'll At least not with this particular this, cocktail. Well, I will put this link in the Super Secret Discord. And if you haven't joined the Super Secret Discord, it is in the link below. Minimum is only one dollar a month, and you could then see recipes like this beer reviews like mine people what we're drinking eating day to day if that's not your thing guess what well, we have we have car stuff we have i will be right build. back john have... while you're plugging this so all right show is yours i know what you're i know what you're doing uh we got every type of channel you want entertainment music it is probably one of the best discords you'll ever get on um i i can't plug in a month and honestly i'm not going to plug the the discord right now I'm going to think the mods because I think we have some of the best mods ever. Uh, they're very fair. We have great rules. Here's the rule. Don't be a dick. That's it. Don't be a dick. And it's pretty simple. Otherwise, everything else is fair game. Well, once you get in there, you, you'll understand that. But um, join the Discord. A minimum of a dollar a month. More is always appreciated. It literally does put... And keep the lights on at Jeff's place. More diapers for Jeff and everything like that. Um, it, it doesn't go to just random stuff Jeff wants. It literally does pay for the electrical bill and all the things he needs. So it really does help the channel. And that's why that community is so well, because they understand that. And if you like that type of stuff, join the community. Link is in the description below. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, <laughs> so, John Jay has been clamoring for some beer mail. And I completely forgot that I got beer mail yesterday. So, I'm gonna open that box right now. And uh, someone asks, how do you even get absinthe? Uh, that's actually an easier question to answer than you think. It's probably in your local liquor store. Uh, the reason absinthe has a bad reputation is because back in the 50s, the wine industry felt threatened by this new semi-wine made from wormwood. And so they tried to demonize it by saying it makes hallucinations and, and you'll literally go on like, kind of like we do with bath salts now, where you'll, you'll like turn into a zombie and eat someone's face. That's kind of what the wine industry was doing to absinthe. And so they gave it this dirty name. But do you know what else contains wormwood? Vermouth. Yeah. It's the same liqueur, just prepared slightly differently. So 
there's not a lot of difference between absinthe and vermouth. It doesn't make you hallucinate. It doesn't make you crazy. It's just another liquor. So, the more it's you know. It's not the worm at the bottom of a right. tequila thing or anything like that. Right. That's, that's so, cool. from John Jay. Hold on. He put the entire thing in plastic, which I, I appreciate. I appreciate, but now I got to get it out of there. What I will say a, is all of these bottles are incredibly dark. That's a big Ziploc. That is a big Ziploc. Clinky, clinky. Oh my god. John. Oh, for me, right? <laughs> Holy crap. I think we'll start with the one that's going to cause you a brain hemorrhage. Oh. <laughs> John, do you see the top word there? Yeah, I saw oh, it. Okay, okay. We don't have a beeper, so I'm trying to beep myself. I, I, I saw that. Uh, this is the <laughs> Utopia's barrel-aged worldwide stout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rui. I only have John, one of these. John, I am I am disappointed in you. I thought we had a connection. We've talked, uh, and you sent Jeff stuff. Yep. He sure does, doesn't he? Uh, John, you wonderful, wonderful person. And I'm not talking to the person on camera right now. Uh, I got another dogfish head, Worldwide Stout. A very dark beer brewed in a ridiculous amount of barley. I read that one. Good one. <laughs> so, so there's that one. Uh, looking forward to those. Uh, then we come to these I did get in pairs. So, John, uh, talk dirty to me. Uh, <laughs> first up is the quadruple shot vanilla cold brew uh, from, who is this? This Treehouse? I want to say Treehouse. Yeah, Treehouse. Yeah, he was just there. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, the quadruple shot vanilla cold brew uh, clocks in at 11.4. Oh, I Treehouse got... always makes solid. I, well, yes. You know, I've never had their stout. Uh, I've only had their IPA, yeah. so I don't really know about their stout. So I got two vanillas and two quadruple shot mochas. So I've got two mochas and two vanillas. Ooh. Both at 11.4. And you keep both of those, and I'll take that Utopia. I don't know that I want to share this. <laughs> I shared a 75% beer <laughs> with you. It's only because you had to open it and you couldn't finish it. It's you couldn't finish it. <laughs> I would have given it the old college try. <laughs> I would have been sleeping on your floor, but I would yeah. I would have tried. I've been like, I don't know that bum. He's a bum. <laughs> yeah. Uh by the way, the Utopias is aged five years. <sighs> Uh, 
John, I'm going to talk to you later on the Discord. We're, we're going to have a conversation here. <laughs> you're going to have words. <laughs> have words. Uh, Somehow you're going to get blocked on the channel. Yeah. Oh, mod accident. I'm sorry. Yep. What is even the ABV on this thing? I'm looking for the percentage and I'm not finding it. It's like 14. It. I think it's like 14, yeah. Whew. Wow. That yeah, that that one does piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> Skull says share it with Ian. <laughs> oh, you better not. I will demonetize this episode right now. <laughs> that would be great. Just bring out all my best stuff. You know, I have this wonderful Fort George out in the fridge. <laughs> you, you better <laughs> not. Oh, it's 17.3. 17.3. Okay. 17.3. Wow. Getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> you better not do that, Fort George. That would be funny. <laughs> that would, yo, I'll, I'll go to your house and break your beers. <laughs> Although probably by now it, it might not be good. I know. I, I I was actually starting to worry about it going like, it's been in my fridge for over two years, John. Yeah, I know. I don't think we were supposed to age this one that long. No, I don't think so. I think it was like kind of supposed to be drink fresh. Yeah. Oh, well. I'll check it. I'll check the bottle. Yep. Yeah, I do have a Wendigo to trade. Yeah, where's John Jay? I'll trade him a Wendigo. Ooh, there you go. Um, boy, how how do I treat Ian? I, I I think we'll end with with this quick question. How do I treat Ian? Because Ian's more of a cider guy, and we definitely have some great ciders here in Oregon. Uh, in fact, one of the closest. Uh breweries to me is actually excuse me is actually a cidery uh so do i bathe ian in cider uh or do i do i try to treat him to some of the more like unique northwest stuff like do i get him like like a great notion double stack like do i go there do i go like oakshire barrel aged stout do i go block 15 double ipa like, what do I do for Ian? Uh, that's, you know, if he is a cider guy. He's a cider guy. You go with, I would probably suggest more of a fruited sour. Yeah, I can do that. Because that will appeal to the cider aspect. Uh, you know, obviously give him, give him some ciders. You know, uh, if anything. I, I like, have a breakside fruited sour out in, out uh, in the fridge. Uh, there's yeah, try that one. Um, uh, although let them let them try ours our ciders because our ciders are not English ciders. Right. That's the other thing yeah. too, because a lot of our ciders are, when we say traditional, we are doing more sweet, still technically, where English is more of a dry. Yeah. So I don't know what he likes. Uh, that might be the other indicator. So if he likes dry, you yeah. know, that's that's something completely different. Um, but you know, go. 1859, uh, yeah. the tap room closed, but they still bottle. Yep. So that's an end draft. 
Uh, Ballman's, they have a bur- I was just there the other day. They have a bourbon uh, barrel aged cider Ooh. and uh, a couple of Christmas uh, themed ones that I wanted to go try. So there's some some really good stuff. And they, they bottle too. So you can always just go there and pick up a four pack. Uh, Ian says, not too blatted. We have a fab tour in the morning. That is correct. <laughs> we, we do have to be at Intel at like nine in the morning. All right. So eight, eight, eight percent. Right. Keep it around there. Yeah. Um, I prefer sweet ciders. Okay. So sweet to dry. Okay. Sweet. Okay. So yeah. So then, then most Oregon stuff will, will ba- you. Bauman's you would love. Like Bauman's you would love. Yeah. I, I, I think I'll pick up a couple Bauman ciders and we'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. They, they, yeah, you, you can go right into their area and just get a four pack. Yeah. Uh, a variety. Yeah. And in fact, I got to go up there this weekend, so that'll work. So yeah, do that. And, and they had their bourbon barrel age uh, one in bottle too. Nice. So. Cool. Give him water. Tell him it's a New England Pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give him give him some like local water. And it's all hazy and murky. And be like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, John. Any good to the order? Any closing thoughts? Anything you want to? That's it. You know, just uh, check out. I mean, I already did the spiel on the uh, the Discord. Just check all that stuff. You know what? If you haven't, if you've already done this far and you've been watching this, you haven't hit that like, you haven't hit that subscribe, hit all of that stuff. Um, you like tech stuff and your friends don't and they're looking for the best tech and gear or just entertainment show on a Wednesday night, share this video. Yep. Go tell people about craft computing and talking heads every Wednesday night. Yep. Hit us up on the podcast at anchor.fm or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. We are literally everywhere. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google Music. I'm on I'm on everything. Uh, if there's a platform that exists, I'm probably on it. Uh, yeah. Well, like, I'm on the OnlyFans, so. Right, right. <laughs> uh Make sure to like this video, subscribe to Craft Computing if you haven't done so already. Subscribe to Hops and Brews if you like the beer content on this channel and want to see some more beer reviews and in-depth uh, beer tastings. You can uh, find John over there and you can see me over there from time to time as well. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, join the the Patreon or the float plane. Links down in the video description. Literally helps keep the lights on around here. Plus, you can chat with myself, John, Rhett, Steve, or all of the hosts from Talking Heads. In fact, Ian drops in there from time to time as well. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we will not be back on Wednesday. We will be taking a 24 hour hiatus. We will be back on Thursday night. That is, uh, what is that? December 9th? Yes. December 9th, uh, time probably 8 PM. Although we'll, we'll be playing that a little bit fast and loose depending on timing of other events in the day. Uh, and Dr. Ian Cutteris, tech tech potato himself will be on the show. So don't forget to uh, to tune in for that one. Make sure to set your, your alarms. And as always, we'll see you next week. Soon to be smashed potatoes. Smashed potatoes. <laughs> uh, potato vodka. There we go. There we go. Night all. See you guys.